Welcome back to the Meet Us in Paris podcast. I am Emily, and this is the podcast about all things travel, be it food, what to pack for your next trip, or your next exotic destination. Along with me for the trip is my friend, Kristen. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And my other friend, Zen. Hey! <laughs> Hello. Okay. <laughs> But which is so, your best friend? Oh man, which one is like <laughs> an actual friend and not just the title friend? <laughs> Who, we'll see. Maybe. Um, Did I tell you how awesome you are today, Emily? Depends on our answers. You yes. sound particularly nice today. <laughs> we'll see how the podcast ends. Who is the nicest to me? Yes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, on May eighteenth, um, the day we're recording is May twenty first. So a couple days earlier, U.S. News released their best vacation spots for 2021. They compiled a list that reflects the general mood of travelers after one year of COVID stay at home. And many of the locations mentioned are outdoors, which are not surprising. Um, They include national parks, beaches, and scenic outdoor places. So to calculate these rankings, um, U.S. News analyzed more than 1,100 destinations using a methodology that combines travelers' opinions, as provided by user votes, with expert and editor analysis. Each individual destination is scored across numerous categories, from sites and food to romance and value. But more importantly, which should be on your short list for this year, since we've been to a lot of these places, or at least have looked into these places for future travel ourselves, we'd like to give you our take on their recommendations. Some we love, some we hate, and a few we feel meh about. Find out what we think after a short break from our sponsor. At 21, Steve Jobs founds Apple Computer. Colonel Sanders is 62 when his first KFC franchise opens. Success can come at any age. Need help jumpstarting your success? With thousands of courses and 60-plus certificate programs, UCI Division of Continuing Education can help. Courses are offered every quarter, so start today at ce.uci.edu forward slash amazing. Okay, so for full transparency, before we begin, we should mention that some of these places are still forbidden to travelers at this time. So some of them are closed. Some of them are not allowing foreign travelers. So before you plan your vacation to any of these places, be sure to do your research and make sure you can actually go. You have been warned. So first up, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I really miss is we used to have those sound effects boxes. Yes. I was just going to say that. I feel like I was the only one who ever used it. You know what? I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to mail, I'm going to order some and I'm going to mail them to you too. Do it. So, do it. Yes. Yeah. Let's, okay. That's what I'm going to do. That would so. be fun to have just like around the house for our personal lives too. <laughs> <laughs> like when you're, when you're, your family member does something wrong yes. and it's just like burr, burr. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like yeah <laughs> it's like like something crashes on the floor. someone drops something on the floor you can have the dishes break yes, <laughs> yes. Um, even even if it's something like soft but um 
so the first category is world's best places to visit. Um, I haven't seen all these. I think hopefully between the three of us, we've seen the majority of them. The first one is South Island, New Zealand. Second one is Paris. Uh, third one is Bora Bora in French Polynesia. The third, fourth one is Maui. And the fifth one is Tahiti in French Polynesia. French Polynesia's got a lot of them. Uh, Isn't what Bora Bora part of French Polynesia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bora Bora in French Polynesia, right? So, oh, okay. Sorry, got it, got it, got it, got it. Tahiti in French Polynesia. That's what I'm saying. Is French Polynesia got two? So, not it. how many have it. you guys gone to? I've only been to Paris and Maui. Um, the ones that I remember is just Paris, but I've been told that I was in Maui when I was young. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I've only done Paris and Tahiti. We got really close to the South Island of New Zealand, but we didn't make it over. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. but you've been to New Zealand, though. Yes, you we did. Your... You get half a point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get you half basically a point. the whole North Island. Okay. So. Well, I guess we only can comment on the places that you've been. Uh, I mean, I want to go to all of these places. Again, well, Most Paris again, Maui again, all of them. <laughs> so um, I agree with this list, I guess. Um. What do you think makes, because all of these are very, like they mentioned, outdoorsy and scenic, except you've got Paris thrown in there. Like Paris. what makes Paris right. a part of this group? Like one of these does not <laughs> Well, I, I think they're saying that this year's list actually swayed towards more outdoor things but obviously not all of them paris being one of them did not make that list you know like a typical outdoor because i think island. most of these places yeah i i got a funny feeling we'll have to look at some of the other older lists but i got a funny feeling it's like they're always like new york paris london you know yeah. but this year it really really swung in a different direction that everyone wants to be outdoors because they feel Got it's it. probably a safer place to take a trip yeah. and paris still despite that somehow made the list right what a like accolade for paris i know seriously <laughs> you know what we'll risk life and limb just to go to paris mm-hmm. so so i'll tell you what i i'm these i'm not an outdoors person so, really? I mean, I feel like you mean you you're, not, you're less you're less nature, more city when you choose. Is that what you mean, Zen? Or do you just mean you're not an outdoor person? You know, I guess what it is is I like to go on vacation. I constantly say this. Like, I want to go on vacation and I want to stimulate my brain and see lots of new things. Uh-huh. And so that means museums, restaurants, shops, and that type of stuff. Um, I don't mind going outside. Um, I don't mind... Yeah, I've gone white water rafting for a week, and you know it's it's really neat and fun, and I enjoyed it. But it's just not my first choice of vacation things to do is just to hang out and do nothing. Sure. Um, and like for example, or like for example, when I went to Maui, Maui is just beautiful, and in some ways there's there are a lot of things to do. You go from you can get in the car, drive around, look at the scenery, go to the little cities and poke around. You know, I I went surfing, um, whale watching, but it's just kind of still a little bit slow paced for me. Um, but if you're an outdoors person, it's 
fantastically gorgeous and a fun place to be. Um, mm-hmm. There's, you know, downhill bicycle. I, I thought this was great. Downhill. I didn't do this myself, but it was almost made. We almost made it. It's just like I was saw something like a 10, 15 mile bike ride. And my wife was like, I am not going to go on a 15 mile bike ride <laughs> on our honeymoon. Yeah. And I said, but, but it was, it's a downhill bike ride. So they t- put you in a van with a bunch of bicycles. They put you at the top of a mountain and you coast down. I mean, there's a few places where you had to bicycle a little bit, but for the most part, it's just a downhill bicycle ride just to see the scenery. And it I'm looked sorry. amazing. Have you ever ridden a bike for even like, I don't know, half an hour when you haven't ridden a bike in a while and the next day you are so sore and you're so sore? <laughs> How miserable would your honeymoon be like after doing that? I'm with but you it's supposed life. to be... It's downhill. It's all downhill. Hey, but the muscles you're using with pedaling and stuff, nah, nah, dog. I'm <laughs> passing. Was that right. does sound amazing. I, I would, I would have, I would have uh, voted for that excursion. <laughs> you, you know what? I used to do century rides on a regular basis. Now I can't get across the street on a bicycle, <laughs> but, <laughs> so I get it. But you know. Um, so I mean Maui's great if you're gonna if you're an outdoors person. However, it is kind of commercialized. If you want something a little even I suggest like if you want that kind of Hawaii feeling, I like Kauai better. Mm, mm-hmm. So Kauai is so much Kauai is super chill. So I guess I wouldn't go halfway. I go I prefer Kauai. And then Paris is Paris. I mean, we have a whole podcast on that. We'll probably do another one. We should do another one soon. That um, is the name of our podcast, too. So. That is the name we of the podcast. We <laughs> but uh, Tahiti, French Polynesia is on my short list. Um, man, the photos you came back with were amazing, yeah. um, Kristen. But Oh, yeah. One of those places where every photo you take is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you what just... do you know about... Oh, go ahead. No, I was sorry. Just, it's like... It's weird because you've seen these things in like magazines and stuff, but then it's like right. right in front of your eyes. And so it's so hard to like be like, I've seen this, but I'm like here and it's beautiful. Yeah. What season or like what month did you go? I'm, I'm just curious if it looks the same all the time. I think it's a pretty temperate area where it doesn't change too much. I'm sure they have like a rainy season. I don't, I'm making this up, but I went in December because that, <laughs> It is the Southern Hemisphere, so that was ah. technically their summer. Right. Okay. But, yeah, maybe ask a geologist or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, yes. What, what do you know about uh, South Island when you were – did you do some research on um, South Island, Kristen? Yeah, and I mean, it's definitely a place we wanted to go, but we we only had a week in New Zealand, and we wanted, you know, there was so much to do to see the cities, Auckland and Wellington, and the excursions there, going to some of those islands, and the glowworm caves, and the Hobbiton, like, you just couldn't pack it all in. Um, But the South Island is the nature one. That's with, like, the sweeping, like, vistas like the mountains and definitely more place where people would like do camping and hiking and and stuff mm-hmm. like that um not that you can't do that in the north island because it's like beautiful but the south island i think is really known for a lot of that outdoorsy open space 
And do you know anything about Bora Bora when you're looking into Tahiti? Into Tahiti? Yeah, I mean, it's all basically French Polynesia is these collection of islands. Tahiti's um, considered like the capital because it's like the biggest island. Um, uh huh. You know, well, it's funny. I was going to say Hawaii, but even Hawaii, Oahu is like not the biggest island. Hawaii is the biggest island, but. Um, mm-hmm. It's, you know, the Tahiti is kind of your base there. And then all those other islands are little islands off of it. And they all have their own little resorts and things like that. And from what I could tell, they're all very, very similar. Like it was started to be like, what's the difference? So um, we, the island we ended up going to, we, you fly into Tahiti and everything. And we went to an island called Morea. Um but as we were looking into these, you know, Bora Bora was super expensive because it has that name. Everyone recognizes Bora Bora. But from what we could tell, all those little islands, <laughs> they all offered the same thing. So um, I'm not entirely sure what makes one more attractive than the other. Okay. Interesting. Well, and what's funny is that most people actually, I don't think they stay on Tahiti. Tahiti itself is more like where people really live and work. Um mm-hmm. And for those like over the water bungalows and stuff, you go to the different islands like, like Bora Bora. So the, I was looking at some, so I'm part of the Marriott club or whatever. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. one of the places in Bora Bora, um, you know, everyone has those uh, houses that are on the water on stilts and such. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but the St. Regis, not only does it have these, um, what would you call those things? Um, cabana kind of things on the water. The, the cabanas, the bungalows, their individual bungalows actually have suspended swimming pools in them as well. <laughs> they these, so they you have a suspended swimming pool that's but like why the ocean? <laughs> I know the ocean's right there. I, I know, right? I know, right? I but they know. have their own personal swimming pool. We want clean water to sometimes. the bungalows. Cleaner yeah. waters. Wow. Oh, so you can do <laughs> So like you so you I can't so believe it. And, and to see like there's like a couple hundred of these bungalows all with their individual little swimming pools is just crazy. So. Why do I feel like only Americans would say that? <laughs> <laughs> that that's about right. Oh my gosh. My wife would enjoy it because she she's deadly afraid of sharks. Even if there aren't sharks, she's still afraid that there's gonna be a shark. So. I will say there are so many fish that are swimming uh-huh. all around you. Um, and even one night we saw a stingray just, you know, it's in the wild. It just, that's its freaking home. It does <laughs> creep you out a little bit or like the sea cucumbers, you know, they're just like big Ooh. blobs. And I would kind yeah. of yeah, be a little like, Oh, um, so. Okay. I see, I see the appeal of the, uh, <laughs> the pool. Now. You're safe from the, the wild waters. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's funny okay so I mean just based off of the places we've been I'd say our top are Paris, Maui and Tahiti yes. so next <laughs> next list or actually I said um, uh, Kauai but okay um, best places to visit in the USA Grand Canyon National Park Yosemite National Park in California Yellowstone National Park Wyoming, Montana and Idaho Maui again, wow. <laughs> Glacial, Glacier National Park, 
in Montana. I've been to Yosemite, and I've been to the Grand Canyon, and I've been to Maui. How about you all? I've done Grand Canyon. I think I've done all of them. Wow. I think. Wow. Wait, well, again, so Maui, Maui's not yeah. memorable to me. <laughs> and then Glacier oh, National right. Park. Glacier National Park, I don't know if I – because I did a whole tour. We went to Yellowstone, Mount Rushmore. It's, so we were in the area of Glacier National Park. I don't remember if we actually went into it or if we were just, like, in the area. But um, for sure I've been to Grand Canyon, Yosemite, and Yellowstone that I remember. But I want to throw this back to last week because this episode of The Bachelor, a very old season that I just watched, they did a whole week in Glacier National Park. Um, and it was freaking awesome. And, of mm-hmm. course, makes me want to go to Montana now. So, Oh, my gosh, yes. My friend, actually, she went on, like, a road trip and they tried to go to Zion. This was last year when Zion mm-hmm. was, like, you. it was kind of like a lottery. You had to just either wow. – just show up first come first serve or it was like you had to book weeks ahead so i guess she didn't she wasn't able to get the lottery so then they drove all the way up to glacier national park and she (gasps) said it was so much better than what she would have expected from zion so wow it's it sounds beautiful i definitely it's on my short list for national parks to check out next Um, but of the ones i've been to Grand Canyon is like, it's all the same to me. <laughs> if you see one part of it, yeah. everywhere else looks the same. Uh, and it looks so, like, it. it's so grand that it looks so fake mm-hmm. uh, when you look at it. So every time I'm there, I'm like, this looks the same. It looks like a painting and is so big. But you can't really go into it in most places, I would say. Like, you can hike down, I think, in certain places. But being, I don't know, being in it versus seeing it is different, if that makes sense. Yeah, and um, the Grand Canyon, it's the only one on this list that I have done. But I kind of feel like the Grand Canyon, it's very it's very harsh. So either I was actually there in winter, and it's pretty miserable with, like, oh how dry and windy it is um, and cold. Or I'm sure you're there in the summer and it's like miserable. But I can imagine oh, wow. there are perfect days in like Yosemite and Glacier National Park and things yes. like that. Not I will say it's not worth seeing. Yeah, Yosemite because I just went there recently. Um, it is beautiful and you can bike around. Like you can just park your car and then rent a bike or bring a bike or something and just bike around the park. Um, so you're not having to like haul your car and find parking everywhere which is just amazing because i don't think you can bike in most national parks which is really interesting um yeah it's like yosemite is a total like pedestrian biker friendly area because it's one valley and like everything is pretty much accessible from that one valley (laughs) um yeah and then yellowstone is cool too (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to think of i remember what a glowing review they should put that on their brochure i know yosemite is cool too emily Yellowstone. i remember seeing bison which is cool um the uh the the geyser old faithful Mm -hmm. um very cool the i don't remember what they're called but you can walk on these walkways and then you see they're like which Grand the Canyon now has too. Oh, 
they do have that. I've never been on that walkway of Grand Yeah, Canyon. they have that glass walkway now. It's, yeah. Um, but in Yellowstone, they have, it's not like a lookout kind of walkway. It's like a path that goes over the, what is it even called? Um, it makes like this cool rainbowy kind of film on top of the, they're, they're not geysers. They're like, it's like hot. And hot springs? Hot springs. Thank you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Great too. I'm not a geologist. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> but when you look up pictures of Yellowstone, you'll see like you'll probably see Old Faithful. You'll see a picture of bison, and then you'll see pictures of like hot springs or like those colorful looking things. It's pretty. It's very big though. I don't. I don't know if I like saw everything. <laughs> okay, since since you've been to all these, what? Okay. Give me a sensation, and I'll give my impression in a okay. second, of how long you should stay at each. Ooh. Grand Canyon is half a day, <laughs> if that. <Okay. laughs> yeah, right. Because if you've seen it once, you've seen it all. Uh, Yosemite, I would say at least – it depends on, like, the activities you're doing. But if you're trying to hike, then I would say at least two or three days because there – I mean, there's just a lot of trails, you know? Right. Um, Yellowstone, <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, it covers a lot of states, so I assume it's really big. But I, in my mind, I feel like you could spend just a day and a half or two days and be set. Um, and then Glacier National Park, I feel like, depending on your activities, probably two days again. I Yeah. Okay. That's my feeling towards most national parks uh, is like, two days if you can pack it all in but if you're like a leisurely person or you got like i want to do all of these hiking trails then oh, you gotta like, definitely you can spend it. a lifetime there oh, yeah. right but... <laughs> okay so my you know what i think i kind of mirror what you think is that a grand canyon i mean a day i mean you can go you can take horses down mm, or you mm-hmm. can go on the glass walkway um there's tri- trips on the way down and stuff like that. It, it's it's absolutely beautiful. I think you should go, but it's like a day at most, at most too. Um, I would say hook it up with a trip to Las Vegas. Oh, um, yeah. You can actually take a, a bus out of Las Vegas and they'll co- cross Hoover Dam, spend a couple hours at Hoover Dam, go to the Grand Nas- Grand Canyon National Park, check check it out, and then come back. And then you're in Vegas, and there's tons of things to do there too. Um, they, and they do a lot of um, too. Uh, um, 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 like excursions from Vegas. Like if you just are walking the Strip, you'll see um, tour companies that will take you down there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've you done don't that for do a the day. Whole and it's, the planning and everything. Yeah, and I even drove to Vegas, but it's just like, do I want to drive to you know? to Grand Canyon and it's just I'm kind of glad we didn't it's just like it was fun to be on the bus look mm-hmm. out the window the whole time and take both you know not just be a driver you know have someone tell us mm-hmm. about how we spent several hours at Hoover Dam which is kind of almost as cool as it's the Grand cool. Canyon yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, Yosemite National Park if you're an outdoors person you can spend your whole it's life amazing yeah yeah yeah. But if you're my a tourist, you know, like there and I have to, never I got been. My, you know, 
Really? How, can, how is that possible? Why? <laughs> Every single time she goes in with me, I can never go. I don't know. Oh. Am I like super delayed? Um. Just that he, one time. For a second, you were, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, okay. you know, somebody you can spend your whole life there. I think, like a vacationer, a typical vacationer, maybe three or four days. Yeah. Um, you know, there's lots of great places to stay out there, and then you can drive in and stop at like a parking area and go for a hike. Um, it's kind of crazy now. You know, it's, it's crowd getting more and more crowded every year. Um, there's lots places of places to, you can camp. It's, it's one of the best places to visit in the USA. It's number two, according to US News. So, yeah, it's getting crazy for sure. Yeah. Um, Yellowstone, no idea. Maui, same thing. It's kind of like, depending on the type of person, you can stay your life. But, like, stay... I think if as a traveler staying there for a week is plenty, you don't yeah, need to stay there longer, but it's a ton of fun beaches and such. Um, Glacier national park, no opinion. I'm going to let you do cheap vacations, Emily. Okay. Cheap vacations. Uh, best cheap vacations in the U S. So we got grand Canyon national park again, Glacier national park again, Olympic national park in Washington state, St. Augustine, Florida, and Sequoia National Park in California. So, three of these Augustine part of the Everglades? I don't actually know. I've never been there to St. Augustine. But I know the Everglades are more south. Yeah, they're very south. Is St. Augustine not? I don't know where it is. Okay. I don't know where it is. Never mind. Um, But I'll talk about... I've never been to Olympia. Have I been there? No, I've never been to Olympic National Park, but mm-hmm. it's in Washington State, and Washington is beautiful. I feel like there's so many, there's so much nature up there that you can't not enjoy it. Um, and then Sequoia National Park is small, and actually, it's the I think the national park system has grouped Sequoia National Park with Kings Canyon, so it's actually yeah. when you get the maps. The maps say like Kings Canyon and Sequoia National Park, and they are, they're always grouped together, um, which is for a reason because they are both small. Kings Canyon is actually very small. Um, and Sequoia National Park is very cool if you have never seen a sequoia tree because they're everywhere. And it's just incredible driving up um, to – because it's um, higher elevation, so it's cooler – um, towards the top, but as you're driving up the mountain, you just start to see the trunks of trees get thicker and thicker, and they get from brown or like gray to red because you're now in like the sequoia redwoods. Which I think, if my science is correct, that sequoias are a variety of redwood trees. I think. I don't know. Ask that, that geologist when you talk to him about the <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, did we just did we find out where St. Augustine is? Yeah, it's actually up by Orlando, so it's definitely not a part of the Everglades. It's up by Jacksonville, which is like practically the Georgia oh, wow. border, so not an Everglade. Yeah. But I have to say, this list, I feel like it really depends on where you are located, because like for us, yeah. we get the Grand Canyon super 
cheap, but I don't know how I would make St. Augustine very cheap with like flying over there and renting a car and everything. Right. But once you're there, the cost of doing it is inexpensive is what I think what they're saying. Right. Once you're there. Right. You know, do you both like Florida? Like as a state or? or (laughs) (laughs) As a place to visit. As a place to visit. Um, For a very short time. Yes. And it depends on what season. Because humidity yeah the hurricane season (laughs) i actually loved the florida beaches because they're warm and and beautiful like that's right you know california beaches they're cold they're freezing they're dark Mm -hmm. you can't see through them and some of those florida beaches were um you know almost like caribbean like and yeah um totally uh I don't know if you guys have been to Fort Lauderdale, but mm-hmm. that was so cool. And the you walk through these neighborhoods of like the canals and people have their yachts out. And it was just like really beautiful, <laughs> insane wealth. But I don't know. I really liked it. You know, I think it's it's funny because uh, being from Ohio, the th- that's kind of where everyone likes to vacation. And if you're like a Midwesterner, East Coaster, it's the equivalent of like going to California. Spring um, break. It's, it's, a real, yeah. <laughs> um, it's one, it's a neat place to go. But now that I live in California, it's just like, I, whenever I think of Florida, it's just like, Oh my God, it's so hot and humid. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I, you know, I'll, I'll stay on this coast where it's a little bit cooler and just as sunny all year long. So, but, um, so I, I have, I, I have like, not been there. To, um, you like, they're so different. Like, I really yes. like the lushness of Florida. I went down to Key West, which I loved. Um, yes, they're both these like southern beachy states, but they're totally different vibes. So different. Mm-hmm. It's it's so like in California, it's so dry, yes. and that coast is just like Liberty. like you're saying is absolutely lush. And then you like mm-hmm. is it alligators or crocodiles they have gators ah. gators that type of stuff yeah. which is really neat completely different flora completely different animals but i just yeah. can't get past the humidity yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i know and then it's but my uh, yeah also kitschy cool. for me yeah but florida has this thing uh, along their coast so you have the beach which everyone knows about, but they have the intracoastal, which is really interesting because it's like Florida's coast is not like one thing like California's is. There's like little waterways that are created. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are super cool um, because when it's high tide, it basically is the ocean um, and super blue, like super warm, but you're not having to go all the way out. Oh, that is really like cool. Like a huge beach, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's really cool. And, of course, the water is so warm um, and mm-hmm. the trees. Like, California, I feel like we're known for our palm trees, like our really tall palm trees. But when you go to Florida, there's, like, ten times as more palm trees and they're, like, ten times more green for whatever huh. reason. They're so green well, and I so lush. Well, I don't lush. know um, if- yeah. 
if um, I don't know if anyone knows if Florida's palm trees are natural, but California's were all imported from like Spain and Morocco. Like palm trees yeah. are not indigenous in California, yeah. right? And they're dying so off. The- I don't know if you've heard this. I have oh. not. I have not. Yeah, apparently, since like palm trees in general have a certain kind of lifespan. And um, the thing is that these were things that were imported, like you said, like 50 years ago, if not longer, no longer. And they're all kind of coming to their finite lifespan and people are not importing them anymore. Because it used right. to be, it was just like, oh, California, you have to have palm trees. But now it's just like, oh, it's a palm tree. You know, no one's really, and they're very, very, very expensive. And so they're starting to disappear in the California landscape as they die off one by one. So I didn't and they get that. stolen all the time. They get yeah, stolen. there's a big <laughs> Who's stealing palm trees. The the thing is that um, people will dig them up and then sell them because there's so much money. So like they're talking about like palm trees. You know, sometimes they'll propagate naturally in California. And when that happens, like if it's like in an abandoned lot or sometimes it's on the side of the highway, someone will actually come with cars and dig up like trucks and stuff like dig them up and take them and sell them. Wow. There's (laughs) palm trees. Those things are not light. They're very huge. I mean, it's like, I don't know where, how they're moving them about, but um, they're stealing them. Uh, but also Florida, the mosquitoes. Yeah. The mosquitoes. Just before and like all the like roaches and like they have like crazy tropical bugs there. Yeah. I you know what? Um I, I will give um I've only been to Sequoia National Park and I will give that a thumbs up just because of the trees like yes. Emily says. And um it's just amazing to see these just so many of them. And you see the pictures where people look straight up, and then all you see is these like kind of straight towers going up. That's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's insane. Um, they have like different. I mean, obviously different like little informational things where you can read about the history of the sequoia trees. And then apparently, back in like the eighteen hundreds ish or something like that or before whenever you know sequoia trees were discovered in california and kind of like commercialized uh, they would the western people or the west coast people who found these trees would like you know spread the word and then it would reach the east coast where like the east coast people were like there's no such thing as trees that tall like it was it became like this huge like they thought the east coast people thought it was a hoax the California yeah. tree hoax or something like that, which I think is hilarious. Whoa. So they had to not had to, but the West coast people ch- would chop down the trees or a tree or a couple of trees to ship over to the East coast to prove <laughs> that these trees existed, oh my God. which I think is hilarious. It's like shooting a lion and sending its pelt to yeah. show that they're real. Yes. Think about what we had to do oh before. You couldn't just take a picture on your phone and send it. <laughs> you had to chop yeah, down the right. whole tree. <laughs> I tell you what, I mean, if you haven't been, these, like, they used to have not, I don't think it was the Sequoia National Park, it was Yosemite, they used to actually have a tree where they bored a tunnel out of it, and you could drive your car through it. Oh, yeah! Yeah, Um, I think that one actually may have fallen. Really? Yeah. I think that one has fallen since. Like, the last 
15 years it fell. Oh, man. But that thing was huge. I've seen it like 20 years ago, I believe. Wow. So, anywho. um, You guys, I think this is going to have to be like two episodes. I think so, too. I think so, too. Do you want to do one more and then do the rest another day? Okay, let's let's top it off because the next category is best historical cities to visit in the U.S. Um, hmm. So we'll do a quick one. I feel like we've talked about these at least or been to them. Anyways, I'll read it off. So there's Washington, D.C., of course, um, Boston, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and Williamsburg, Virginia. Hmm. For all once, I've been to all of them. What'd you say? For once, I've been to all of them. Oh, good for you. I have not. Um, Washington, D.C., we talked about. There's a whole podcast about it. Go listen to it. Washington, D.C. is amazing. Same with Boston. We did a whole one on Boston. Love Boston. Mm -hmm. Boston's amazing. We have a whole podcast about it. Go listen to it. Lee talks about it for us um, and because she actually lived outside to the outskirts of Boston and was a tour guide in Boston. That's right. Um, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um... That's pretty historical. It's very historical. <laughs> um, it's really neat. It's a small city. They have a national military park. They do reenactments and such like that. Um, it's. I, I guess there's things where there's museums where you look at artifacts, where they actually have small areas where you can go in, like little villages and. It's a reenactment, so it feels like you're going into it. Hmm. So what? it's kind of nice. Or the areas look like, you know, like they have all the original buildings. They sell, you know, so cool. I'm not sure if it's something I would spend more than a day at. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're a Civil War buff, I think you would spend tons of time there. For sure. Philadelphia. <laughs> we need to do a Philly episode, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I guess we haven't done the Liberty Bell. Um. You know what? <laughs> Let me see if I can get someone. So a couple of years, uh, like a, a year back, um, we had Robin Rocky come oh, out, yeah. and she did Orange County. Um, one of her colleagues, I believe, wrote the book about the um, hundred things to do in Philadelphia before oh. you die. Okay. Um, and I could probably really talk cool. to her, and she, she, yeah, and she can talk to us about um philadelphia maybe another time but yeah philadelphia is amazing agreed uh williamsburg i i think that's the one place i haven't been to i don't think williamsburg is it reminds me of colonial actually it's really cool there I that one I really enjoyed because so much of the city is all the original houses, all the original shops. I remember as a kid, even when I would go there, like, oh, they'll they'll actually actually be making candlestick holders by hand, or they'd be dipping candles the old fashioned mm-hmm. way. And it's like, oh, is this how you did it? You know, mm-hmm. they they made garden. I mean, they they plowed food and they would dress up in, you know period correct clothes um they have horses that go down the street with carriages and stuff like that so um amazing and then also we always forget on the east coast that they actually have seasons 
Uh, I said, yes. oh, please, please, just have seasons. Yes. <laughs> California, we have one summer. <laughs> it's either so, hot summer or cold summer, but it's always summer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love Williamsburg. That's a great place to go to. So okay. um, if you're a history buff. How many days would you spend in each of these places since you've been to all of them, right, Zen? Oh, God. Philadelphia oh. can spend a week. Um, Williamsburg... A couple of days, maybe two days, if you're his longer, if you're a history buff, but two days for like What's your the commoner. Closest big city there, like um, would you fly into DC to get to Colonial Williamsburg? You could. I mean, these are also, you know, I drove, so I don't know which airport would be the closest because yeah. I was still on the East Coast. Richmond, Virginia, is the biggest city, or yeah, I think Richmond. Which is the capital, I think. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm not sure. But yeah, Richmond's closer than DC to Williamsburg. Yeah, I think you're right, Richmond. But I mean, like, what's the distance between. Um, let, let me see how much. Sorry, I didn't mean like to derail distance? everything with that. <laughs> well, okay. Oh, no, no, no. From, I think it's. From DC, like, if you wanted to do a DC to Williamsburg trip, it would be, it's a three hour drive between the two, three or three yeah. and a half hours. So it's, I mean, doable for sure. in like one trip, if you're going yeah. like for a week, then like, I mean, okay. You go from New York to Philadelphia. That's probably about two hours, two and a half hours. You go to Philadelphia to Baltimore. That's another two, two and a half hours from Baltimore to Washington, D.C. That's an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like then you go to Richmond, like Richmond, maybe about two hours. Then from Richmond, an hour out to Williamsburg. I mean, all this stuff is so close to each other. You know, it's like essentially from Williamsburg to New York is like going from San Diego to San Francisco at most. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> Where was I? Kettingsburg, a day or two. Boston, a week. Washington, D.C., a week. Yeah, I agree with those statements. All right. All right. Cool. We've got definitely a lot more categories to get through. We'll do that in the future. Um, But for now, thank you for tuning into this first episode of our u.s news best vacations for 2021 right Uh, we hope that you guys had as much fun as we did let us know what you think on our social media channels or you can also find photos of our ventures from around the world interesting articles and more also if you're newer to our podcast we don't just talk about topical things we also talk about a lot of destinations so check out some of our older podcasts on italy taiwan of course france and some of the ones we just mentioned like boston and dc Mises in paris is a university of california irvine division of continuing education production if you need a career boost, looking to increase your workplace knowledge, or seeking a new profession, check them out at ce.uci.edu for their professional courses. And once again, thanks for tuning in. Bye. 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 Bye.